Welcome to the Balanced Flux podcast. Hello, I'm Tanny McLeod, the founder and the host of the Balanced Flux podcast an educational podcast specifically designed and presented to help bring balance into your life which may be in flux. It is my hope that this podcast will further enhance the quality of your life and in turn empower you to uplift the lives of others as well. Thank you for listening. And now, here is episode 4 of the Balanced Flux podcast. In order to progress in life, may it be in personal or professional endeavours, the importance of decisions and decision-making must be thoroughly understood, because success can never be achieved without making decisions first, let alone wise ones. However, making decisions alone cannot guarantee glory on your journey towards achieving your goals. This is because decisions must be brought forward to the next level by acting upon them with relentless vigour. In the previous episode, the significances of decisions and decision-making were briefly yet sufficiently explained. Therefore, it is advisable to first listen to episode 3 before listening to this episode. Now in this episode, the analytical process of arriving at a decision will be outlined along with a very useful technique of decision-making that will make the process a whole lot more systematic and a whole lot less complicated. Bear in mind, however, that in order for you to become adept at making sound decisions, you must always be in the loop of making decisions. The term loop is used here because the decision-action process must in fact be regarded as a loop, a feedback loop that involves three crucial steps. The first step is for you to identify all the possible choices that you have towards achieving a goal and listing them out. Conduct as much research and analysis as you can on those choices, carefully eliminating one by one. The last choice remaining is your decision. Once you arrive at a decision, the next step is fairly simple, and that is to act on it. Just start getting to work. No delays, no hesitances, no excuses. But remember, act on your decisions relentlessly without a single shred of doubt in your mind. Do not strive for perfection. Strive for completion instead. Realize that a completion mindset outweighs and will outlast perfectionism every single time. Finally, as you act upon a decision you have made, you will start to experience the immediate and direct repercussion of your action. What you must do here is to be mindful of each outcome that you experience. As you are experiencing the consequence of your actions in relation to the decision you have made, you must constantly evaluate the direction of the path on which you are travelling. This is because your decision may be correct, but your actions may not be efficient. So, If your actions are producing results that are fruitful to you, continue on those actions with even more effort 
and dedication. You can then go back to the first step to begin your decision-making process for another goal in mind. But if you are not seeing positive and reassuring results, you must then go to step 2, where you will need to modify or even change your actions completely, subsequently carrying them out until you begin to reap the benefits of your revised decision action plan. The decision-making process requires you to consistently perform it, and this in turn will evolve you into a proficient decision-maker. The aim of this episode is to assist you in achieving the first step, namely the decision-making process. The action and evaluation processes are, quite frankly, self-explanatory and straightforward. Therefore, from here onwards on this episode, only the decision-making process will be discussed using a very common situation. Following that, a very useful approach will be introduced and applied to facilitate the decision-making process in that situation. Consider the following scenario. You are a working adult who is although in a secure position at your current employment, you nonetheless feel that you have arrived at a somewhat inexplicable stagnancy and saturated level which is unfathomable even to you. Boredom tires you frequently and as the days go by, your current job becomes less appealing to you. You wish to progress and so you strongly contemplate on expanding your professional horizon by looking for another job or career path. Contemporaneously, you are also hesitant in seeking for another employment, realizing the stability that your current job is providing you with. Dilemma ensues and you now find yourself at a junction on which you must make a decision to either stay at your comfort zone which constantly provides you with a pleasing level of security, or jump out of your comfort zone in the hopes of achieving greater heights in spite of the risk involved. In this example, to simplify matters, only two choices will be considered, one of which will eventually become your decision. The first choice is for you to stay at your current employment, and the second one, of course, yes, you have guessed it, is for you to seek a new employment elsewhere. This is where the decision-making process begins. First of all, what you need to do is to list out every single factor to be considered for each of those two choices. Do not be biased. Do not leave anything out, no matter how trivial it may seem to you. Brainstorm and note down all the factors that require your attention. Do not prioritize them in any order just yet. Just list them out. Also, do not rush this process. You need to have many points for you to filter out later. The more points you have, the better it will be for you to arrive at a sound decision because you would have exhausted every single factor before making up your mind. Again, for the sake of simplicity, consider that you have listed out three important factors that will ultimately drive you to either one of those two choices mentioned earlier. In no particular order, those three factors are the nature of the job, the salary, and finally, the location. The nature of the job refers to the job description of the new job which you are looking for in comparison to your current one. The salary, of course, refers to how much more or even less that you will get paid if you were to change your job. Finally, the location can not only refer to a different company or organization, 
but also to a different city, state, or country altogether. Your ultimate task now is to consider those three factors in order to eventually arrive at a decision of either staying at your current employment or seeking for a new one. Now, this is where the decision-making technique alluded to earlier in this episode comes into play. This technique is called the constant variable approach of decision-making, created by yours truly. The constant variable approach, or the CVA, is in essence a systematic technique that identifies all the factors of a decision-making process, dividing them into constants and variables based on their respective weights. In relation to the scenario outlined earlier, if you place the highest importance in remuneration, the geographical location or the type of work may not be that important to you in comparison. In this case, however, you would never settle for a job that pays a lower wage than what you are getting paid now. The salary factor, therefore, now becomes the constant and the other two become the variables. Which means you can start applying for jobs which substantially offer higher salaries even though those jobs may be offered in different cities or states. In contrast, you may be inclined to favour the location of your next employment and so you become less concerned about the salary or the nature of your new job. All you want is to move to a new place, meet new people and live in a completely new atmosphere. In this consideration, the variables are salary and job description. The constant, of course, is the geographical location of the job. Please keep in mind that in identifying which factors are constants and which are variables, all the factors must be equally considered. For example, it does not mean that by choosing to work in a particular city, one must not consider the salary it pays. In fact, a compromise must be made in such a way that a much higher level of importance or urgency is given to a constant as opposed to a variable. Also, during the decision-making process, there can be more than one constant or variable in which case, further filtrations must be made until the most favoured choice is made into a decision. The constant variable approach, as with many things in life, does require lots of groundwork and conscious effort. The beauty of this approach is that it quite efficiently clears the foggy path you may be on, enabling you to get a better view of your destination. Incidentally, determining which factors are constants and which factors are variables is entirely up to you. You alone must draw the line in order to distinguish between the two. What you classify as a constant may only be a variable to another person and that is totally fine. Why, even the factors that you regard as constants now can turn into variables in the future and vice versa. Now, is the constant variable approach the only way to make decisions? Of course not, and this episode does not advocate that. Nevertheless, the CVA is undoubtedly a technique, and a very useful technique indeed, to help you in making decisions. What you need to understand, however, is that there is no definite correct or incorrect answer. There are only actions and consequences. But for the decisions you must make now, 
the constant variable approach will definitely make the process a whole lot easier and systematic. The scenario given on this episode does not even begin to touch the surface of the power and depth of the constant variable approach. Suffice to say that a simple yet common example was nevertheless required in order to comprehend the underlying principles of the constant variable approach. If used frequently, the CVA can solve even the most complicated decision-making conundrums. So, start making decisions and let the constant variable approach guide you towards achieving your goals. Happy decision-making! This has been Episode 4 of the Balanced Flux Podcast. The Balanced Flux podcast is available on all major podcast apps and platforms as well as the Balanced Flux podcast YouTube channel. Please be informed that the Balanced Flux podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. For the full disclaimer and for more information on this podcast, visit balancedflux.com. Please stay safe and thank you for listening. I am Tani McLeod and the flux is now balanced. <laughs>